Well, 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 welcome to the Purple Stuff Podcast. Starring Jay from the Sexy Armpit and Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. It's the big day. Halloween. Yes. Halloween. It's finally here, and we're going to be celebrating in a big way here on the Purple Stuff Podcast. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, so let's talk about how we came to be here on this show. Because a lot of people, if you're just jumping on to listen, and you're like, what are these guys doing? How did they get together to do this show, and why? Yeah. Well, that's an interesting story, actually. <laughs> Why don't you start? Okay. All right. So back in July, we went to Seaside Heights, New Jersey on the boardwalk with our girlfriends. Right. And you were in the worst fucking mood I'd ever seen you in. <laughs> you were like the devil. I, nothing, I don't... nothing could make you happy that night. And it was like all three of us were just sort of looking at you like, what's wrong with you, Jay? What's the matter? I think this is an embellishment because we had some badass pizza that night. You know what? Maybe we just had bad pizza because from the moment you took your first bite, it's like you transformed. <laughs> so you got through the evening, but it was so weird going up and down like a summery boardwalk with somebody who's so miserable. I'm like, hey, Jay, you want to go check out the arcade? Uh, all right. <laughs> want to play zombie paintball? No. <laughs> Do you want to be here one bit? Not really. <laughs> on the car ride home, I'm just like thinking in my head. I'm like, well, I got to try to end this night on a high note. And so I told you I would do a podcast with you because I've been telling you for years that you needed to do one. Yeah. And I was like, you really want to do it? Really? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, not really. <laughs> no. So you sort of roped yourself into it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, look, no, look, I had self-interest in mind. I thought it would be a, a nice addition to my site. I didn't think it would become kind of what it's become. You didn't think it would take up your entire life. Yeah, I didn't think I would have to give up literally every fucking thing in the world to do it. But, you know, I was in. <laughs> so I think what's the more interesting part of this is that we did 27 episodes before we arrived at the first show. Yeah, this actually is not episode 13. This is like <laughs> episode 57. And I'm not even exaggerating because pretty much every of the first five episodes was the re like the end of 10 takes. Yeah. Like we'd finish recording and then I would contact you and be like, dude, I think I think we might have sucked. Or you'd say that to me. <laughs> yeah. And there's been so many times when I'm like, listen. We have so many lost episodes that we could probably do five or six extra episodes right. this week. <laughs> that being said, I don't think we'll ever let people hear the first, first, first episode. <laughs> when it took us so long to figure out how to record that by the time we did, we were completely bombed. Yeah, we we were. It was out of control. Yeah, so like we're just consciously aware of that we're making a bad podcast, but we can't stop because we were already committed Oh, my yeah. God. I listened back to those files recently, and it's just like... I don't know. I don't think it's that bad. And the people don't think it's that bad either, because they've been hanging on each show, and we really appreciate everybody listening and telling us that they want us to continue the show after Halloween. Yeah, we got a lot of feedback about that this week. And what do you think we should do, Matt? Do you think we should continue? Hmm. Well, my, my brain says one thing, but my heart says another. <laughs> Well, what does your brain say? Well, my brain is like basically telling me that I should have stopped at episode six. <laughs> but my heart says, we got something here and let's keep it going. Yeah, we're going to keep it going. Yeah. We can't promise every week, but we're definitely going to be doing the occasional, maybe even some holiday 
purple stuff podcasts oh man a Christmassy purple stuff podcast that's that sounds pretty cool it does so we have a lot coming up down the pike for everybody yeah so thank you everyone for uh making your voices heard yeah we appreciate the feedback so tonight we have a big show again actually we wanted to make it very special because halloween night deserves that kind of treatment yep once a year so i figured what better way to do up halloween than to run the gamut and tonight we're doing halloween a to z wow and that is everything about halloween Everything you could think of from A through Z. Oh, that's how it works. <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I finally get the concept. <laughs> how it's going to work is that I am going to take a letter and you're going to take a letter and we will come up with things that represent that letter to us. That tie in, into Halloween. That tie into Halloween or horror movies or anything you can think of, whether it's a song or so a, candy. A, a candy, a symbol, anything that you can think of. All right, so you're going to take a letter, then I'm going to take a letter, then you're going to take a letter. That's how it's going to work, right? Right. We will be here for three and a half hours. Oh, God. I can't <laughs> wait. By the end of it, I'm going to sound like this. <laughs> so who's going to start? Well, I'm going to nominate you to start, Matt. Oh, okay. <laughs> huh. Usually you start. I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> A, B, C, D, E, F, G. A is for A Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh. Yeah, because the way this is going to work out, I'm pretty sure you're going to get the letter F. And I wanted to make sure I referenced Freddy before you could. <laughs> you C-blocked me. Yeah, I'm snatching him away. <laughs> I mean, we've already talked about Freddy plenty on the podcast already, so I'll just say that I will most likely spend tonight watching Dream Warriors and just imagining a world where me and Jennifer Rubin hang out at Starbucks and argue over who's going to pay. <laughs> will she be dressed that same way as she was in Dream Warriors? No, no, she'll be dressed... Well, yes, but not the punk hair girl. She'll oh. be dressed like in her pajamas and leaning back in the chair like she's in drug counseling. <laughs> That's the Jennifer Rubin I know. <laughs> so... You will be spending Halloween with Dream Warriors and Jennifer Rubin. That's correct. Well, it in my dreams. <laughs> <laughs> this is it, Jennifer. Your big break in TV. Welcome to prime time, bitch. B is for bats. And I think that one was staring everyone in the face. Yeah. Classic. Because, you know, bats are obviously associated with Halloween, but to me, there's always one specific bat that I enjoy the most. One bat to rule them all. Yeah. And I, it's uh, not what you would think. It's the bat from Hotel Transylvania that Mavis turns into. Now, Mavis is the daughter, so it's basically Adam Sandler's daughter. Okay. And she learns how to turn into a bat when she's a little kid. And it just, she's she's just adorable as a bat. What can I say? Really? So that's like your totem bat for all bats? No, it's just cute, you know? Okay. I was going to say, I mean, there's a lot of big bats out there. Yeah, I have, to, I have to have a soft side, though, too, you know? Can't always okay. be, you know, scary. And sometimes you have to be unassuming and innocent. I really want to see new things. Maybe meet somebody my age. Come on. No, no, don't do that. Don't give me the pouty bat face. C is for corn maze. Ooh, that's yeah. like the type of maze where you get lost and you realize there's a murderer with a machete coming after you somewhere. <laughs> well, here's the thing. In Jersey, that's how it is because I know <laughs> you have a ton of like really real deal corn mazes that have like a mile length and all that mm -hmm. but here on staten island it's a totally different story our corn mazes take 10 seconds to walk through <laughs> and they're like the size of photomat <laughs> and and the the ironic thing is that they probably cost more to get into than the ones you have in jersey but yeah, i mean that's the that's the price you pay if you want to share your home city with christina aguilera 
<laughs> in Jersey, there, there's so many damn people that they just <laughs> are hoping you get lost and never come out. <laughs> right. I mean, we did one last year and it was like, it was pretty intense. It was, it was, it was, um, it was really straight out of a horror film. Yeah. Cause there's like nobody there. They basically point you towards it from a mile away and you go in, you have no idea where you are. There could be anything in there. Right. And there's no signs or like, Hey, you know, here's a hint. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> it really is. It's like being in the, in the hedge maze in the shining. Yeah. It really actually helped me appreciate going through corn mazes in the daytime. Cause most of the ones I've done, at least the haunted ones were at night. Yeah. But it's actually more maddening in the daytime when like you could like jump up and see society, but you just don't know how to fuck to get out of there. <laughs> It's fall, and what better way to enjoy it than at the North River Corn Maze? Touch the sky on the giant jumping pillow, meet the fainting goats, take a scenic tractor ride, pick out a pumpkin, and of course, get lost in the epic corn maze. D is for demons. <laughs> now, I mean, a lot of people will say we all have our demons, but some are more interesting than others. And I'm going to name a few. Okay. <laughs> so, so we have the demon, who to me is Gene Simmons. Oh, of course. We have the creeper from Jeepers Creepers. All right. We have Bagul from Sinister. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. I saw the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The 10 seconds you saw of it. Yeah. And we have the lipstick face demon from Insidious. And all of these guys are really super creepy to me. So that is why I chose Demons. That's a good pick. It covers a lot of different characters. It covers a couple of wrestlers. <laughs> Do you have any favorite Demons? I would go, I think it has a name, but I've forgotten it. That one that's in like two frames of The Exorcist. Oh, yes. You it know, that, everyone's always posting that picture and I love it. Yes. Kind of looks like Nosferatu. Yes, uh, Pazuzu. <laughs> yeah, Pazuzu. Joe, P Joe Pazuzu. <laughs> Joe Pazuzu. <laughs> I was going to make that, but I think that's too obscure of a reference, but I'm, uh -oh. glad, I'm glad we were both on the same page. Everyone knows him. Great. The Isuzu Pup. So incredible, a Supreme Court justice is here to verify our claims. Each Isuzu pickup is built tough. So you can drive it forever. E is for every day is Halloween by Ministry. Mm. Yeah, I know we already covered it on one of our spooky songs podcasts, but uh, I mean, how could I not? It's one of my favorite Halloween songs. I know it's one of yours. Yeah. And it's I think it's actually for both of us, just one of our favorite songs, period. It is awesome. And, you know, I haven't listened to it nearly enough this season, so I got to definitely put that on. You know, it's funny when I was... uh thinking about what I might include tonight, I real came to the same realization. I have not listened to that song the usual 200 times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, good pick. Thanks. F is for Frankenberry. I'm going to do, I'm terrible at algebra, Matt. I don't okay. know if, if if everyone didn't know that. Now they know. It's a little tidbit about me. I'm yeah. ter I'm terrible at math, but I suck at algebra. But I'm going to give you a little bit of an equation, okay? Okay. So black buns equal green poo. Correct. Pink cereal equals pink poo. Now, Correct. <laughs> it's no longer accurate, <laughs> but back in the 70s when the cereal first came out, Frankenberry actually hospitalized kids because they supposedly had rectal bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> and this is this is for real. <laughs> so <laughs> But they didn't actually have rectal bleeding, right? Right. It was because the cereal <laughs> turned their their poo pink. But it doesn't yeah. do that anymore because they don't use the same dye that they once used back in the 70s that's so fucking hilarious so wouldn't it be nice if our bodies actually discharged strawberry ice cream like poo <laughs> so you're hoping for a comeback yeah definitely because that's when the cereal tasted amazing back yeah then. i wish i could say this is the first time you've told me that you really want to shit pink but <laughs> i hear it at least once a week i mean i love pink so much that yeah. why not <laughs> 
<laughs> so that was my well, I'm also glad you brought up Frankenberry because I feel like in the grand scheme of the Monster Serials universe, he's like the least liked of them now. Um, for me, I think my least favorite is is Boo, unfortunately. Really? Boo is yeah. sort of like the cult hero Boba Fett of the universe. He, he is, but yeah, I, I I have an affinity for Frankenberry just because he looks awesome. And actually, um, our friend Bob Burke, he does the glowing art. He makes like art of horror movies and stuff that glow in the dark. He does? Yeah, he dressed up as Frankenberry and he did like a homemade costume at this Halloween party that I went to and he looked awesome. Well, I'm sure he'll appreciate that mention. Yeah. yeah. I hope he paid you handsomely. (laughs) So who is your favorite of the monster cereals? Yummy mummy, baby. Yes. Oh, yeah. How can you turn down a rainbow bandaged mummy who shows up once every 50 years to do absolutely nothing? (laughs) Although I feel like you kind of like that's cheating a little bit only because like I love yummy mummy and fruit brute. But, like, out of the top three. Okay, out of the top three. Yeah. yeah. To eat, it's Count Chocula. And yeah. to to lie about, like, planning to get a tattoo of, it's Booberry. <laughs> Frankenberry is... I have nothing against him. He just doesn't rank. Yeah. You know, some, somebody's got to come in third. Yeah. Got it. It's unfortunate. Yeah. You know, shit happens. Pink shit. <laughs> Pink shit. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy a complete breakfast with Frankenberry. Count Chocula. G is for Ghoulies 2. <laughs> of course. Yeah, of course. <laughs> one of my favorite 1980s creature features. <laughs> and it's the only one of the four Ghoulies movies that I can recommend without my fingers crossed. <laughs> you haven't seen it, have you? Um, You know, I remember renting the Ghoulies movies when I was a kid. I honestly can't remember if I... If I seen Ghoulies 2 or not. Like, I wouldn't okay. be able to tell you a synopsis of the film. Well, let me let me just summarize the ending, and this will sell you on it. Okay. At the end of the movie, a giant ghoulie comes out and eats all of the small ghoulies. And then the human characters blow up the big ghoulie by tricking him into eating dynamite. <laughs> like, that's literally the ending of Ghoulies 2. That's the greatest. Yeah, it's I definitely the, have to see Absolutely that. the greatest. So, you know, it's Halloween, guys. You don't have a lot of time yet to cram in those movies. If you have not seen Ghoulies 2 put it just ahead of trick-or-treat actually you know what i'm reading the storyline and it mentions an amusement park ride so now i remember this movie oh, i remember watching it when i was a kid it's so good it's yeah. like it's like the lost boys meet gremlins meet a five dollar budget meet just absolute drugs well that's you sold me that was the best cool ghoulies too ah! they'll get you in the end again Ghoulies 2. H is for Hex Girls. Do you know who the Hex Girls? I was going to say, do you know who they are? Obviously not. No, I don't. I don't know who they are. Well, let me tell you. So the Hex Hex Girls are a female rock trio. They're a band who sing about the environment. And they're basically like the Wiccan goth version of the Bangles. And they are appear in uh, Scooby Doo. What? Yes, <laughs> they're, they're they're like one of the best fictional bands ever. Oh, so wait, they're a cartoon band. Yeah, they're a cartoon band, and they premiered in 1999. Oh, in, I'm looking uh, them up. Yeah, in Scooby Doo. Girls, Scooby Doo. <laughs> um. Oh wow. Yeah. Right. They look like it's like the craft got an animated series. <laughs> exactly. Holy shit. Man, I'm glad you brought this this Rock's Trozen trio up because I'm all in on them. I would love to get the Hex Girls and Sammy Kirk together for a rock off. Yeah. Man, they're uh they're an interesting looking band. Bunch of animated hotties, if I would say so. Yeah, kind of uh, agreeing with you. This, this, <laughs> this, this main one with the, the bat pendant in the middle. Oh, yeah. I like her hair. It's got like a red stripe across it. Yeah, she's got, you know, reddish black hair. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. She looks like a 17-year-old Elvira. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, 
I is for It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, can't, you can't have Halloween without that. No. Made in 1966, it's still the end-all, be-all of Halloween television specials. And I can't wait to watch it again this season. I've already watched it once, but definitely... Yeah, and let me tell you about the time you watched it. Um, You know, it was on the other night, and it crushed the competition. Did it? Yeah, so I love that, like, no matter how old and how jaded we get, these Peanut specials still resonate. Oh, yeah, and and I think they build up more steam, especially the really big ones like that. Yeah, I mean, it's unfortunate that they cut it down to, like, practically half the real length, but... Guess so that's a reason is, to get people to buy DVDs. I was going to say, is the full length, like uncut version available on DVD or like? Yeah, new? yeah, it totally is. I mean, for the most part, it is. They might not have like the Coke sponsors in the Christmas version, but for the most part, it's all there. Yeah. You know, they got to have to, they have to cram in a couple more Target commercials. So <laughs> what I don't understand is that they leave in the whole freaking Snoopy sequence, which everyone hates, and they cut the good parts. Yeah, I mean, like, the, to me, the, be- the better parts are when when you see, like, Linus in the patch. Yeah, or when they're all at the party drawing on Charlie Brown's head. Yeah, yeah. It's the Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Sponsored by McDonald's. Nobody can do it like McDonald's can. J is for J. Now, I'm not, I'm not, are are you kidding? I'm not putting myself over. Listen, Uh here, hear me out. Hear me out. All right. (laughs) So tell me if this rings a bell. Jay Height. Jay Height is Micah Monroe's character from It Follows. Oh, that's right. Your favorite character in movie history. Yeah. My favorite girl in the history of all females. You know, I mean, we saw that movie together. Yes. And we both loved it. Yes. But I think on balance, you loved it a little more than I did. <laughs> yes. Because, but... <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, midway through the movie, you turn to me and you say, dude, this is my favorite movie of all time. <laughs> I think that was more like two minutes into it. <laughs> it was. It was wild. And you weren't like, you were totally being straight up about it. Yeah, yeah. And you did. you would have not wavered from that stance once. No, I really love that movie. And I know a lot of people are just, they're just not into it. I read a lot of the feedback and I'm not the type of person to say, oh, well, why don't you like this movie? Like, yeah, I don't care if you like it or not. I enjoy it. I think it's a great movie. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not without issues, but few movies are. And I think it works so well. And it's really rare for a horror movie to grab me that immediately and that totally. Yeah, I think the, the vagueness of the film, you know, I love that they... They under-explain everything. They don't sit there and talk about the details too much, and everything's just kind of left in a gray area. And that's yeah. what always creeps me out, not, you know, the unknown, you know? Right. And I think that's the whole concept of that film. They really capture that perfectly. Yeah, but... unfortunately, that's also what some people don't like about it because they exactly. feel like it's cheating. Yeah, But yeah. I don't know if it is or it isn't. It's still a good movie. Yeah, it was a good movie. And seeing it in that little tiny theater, and it was just awesome. It yeah, was in the middle of a out. blizzard. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I know you like her for your own reasons, but she was just really good in that movie. Yeah, she was real like good. That. And uh, and even appearing in the movie The Guest, and now she's going to be in Independence Day, she's really taken off. I think yeah. that film really solidified her career. And, well, what, actually what solidified her career was her name because it's just a kind of name that you want to root for. Micah. Micah. Yeah. Micah Monroe. It sounds like a star's name, and it's not even her real name. She like, of course it isn't. It sounds yeah. like so. It sounds like like you turned Hollywood into a machine and it spit out a piece of paper with two words on it. <laughs> Micah Monroe. Micah Monroe presenting tonight's award. Micah Monroe. <laughs> it could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. K is for k- 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 Oh, yes. Yeah, the sound effect from Friday the 13th. Many people think it's actually ch- 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 k- 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 And even I say it that way most of the time, mm-hmm. but it properly starts with a K-I sound. So it's supposed to be in tribute to the Pamela Voorhees imagined line where she's thinking about her son telling her to kill her mommy, kill her. Right, right. So, yeah. K- 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 that was pretty good. Yeah, I went, uh, you know, they're not all going to be, like, big-time movies. I dug a little deeper for a few of these. Well, no, I was going to say the sound effect. It sounds like you've been practicing. 
Yeah, I mean, I have a lot of spare time just sitting here all by my lonesome all day long. <laughs> can I tell you? Months. Can I tell you a funny story about that that sound effect? Sure. So when I was like, I think I was about seven or eight years old, and I put on my Jason mask, and I had I had a a giant uh, like the toy Rambo uh, machete. Uh, what is that knife that uh, Rambo used to carry? It was in like the Rambo role playing playset. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Anyway, he had the knife in the Rambo set that I had when I was a kid. And I, I used that, which looks totally realistic. And I put on my Jason mask and I walked over to my sister's room and the door was cracked open. So I like just like nudged it a little bit and it like right. open and she was like half asleep. And I went up, I stood up by the bed and she woke up and she's like, I scared the crap out of her the whole time I'm doing the love it. God, think about like how many like millions of kids must have done that because yeah. everyone had the Jason mask at one point. Yeah, it was like the only costume you could buy for three ninety nine at every pharmacy. Oh yeah, and it yeah. was so it was so usable. Like I do that. Yeah, I still do it. If you don't have a Halloween costume, just put Jason mask on. Yep, pair it with a Rambo knife and done. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm sure they're on eBay. It's called the Rambo role playing set. It came out in like 1988. Yeah, isn't that the one that comes with, like, the fake jade pendant? Yes, I still have mine. <laughs> oh, fucking love that thing, man. When I'm I was, like, when I was 10, I thought that shit was worth, like, $100,000. Yeah, I'm still trying It's real trying jade. To... It's real jade, everyone. <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out how to apply that to, like, a new necklace around my neck and not make it look weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it comes on, like, the cheapest cord. Yeah. It's, like, the kind of string they seal pastry boxes with. Yeah. <laughs> Friday, the 13th, rated R. Starts Friday at Man's Westwood and Man's Hollywood. L is for Lickamade. Now, I know the traditional name for Lickamade now is Fun Dip. But when I was a kid, I used to always call it Lickamade. I don't know why. Because that's what it says, like Lickamade and Fun Dip underneath. And that's one of the my favorite Wait things. Wait a minute. So it's... You're blowing my mind here. So yeah. Lickamade is Fun Dip? Well, yeah, Lickamade, okay. It was always known as Lickamade. And then I think Willy Wonka, the company, bought the rights to distribute Lickamade and they they changed the name to Fun Dip. Okay. So, but when I was a kid in the trick or treat bag, I used to love getting that. Not for the same reasons as 90% of America, though. I only ate the white sugary stick that you used. What? Yeah, I didn't care about the the sugar, the flavored sugar inside. I just wanted that. Oh my god! It was like a vanilla sugary stick, and it was. It was awful without the powder. You're I, the only person I've ever heard say that ever. Yeah, it was like eating vanilla sugar chalk. Yeah, it was like, awesome. Like for I think ninety nine percent of us, the stick was just a means to an end. Yeah, you just wanted to eat the sugar. You yeah, know? and the only reason we didn't just eat the sugar is because it was too messy. It was like, yeah. it was either the stick or a finger, and I guess the stick made more sense. Yeah. I can't believe you were more into the stick. Yeah, that was my favorite. I still love the flavor of that thing. It was very mellow. It was. And, you know, I used to get them trick-or-treating too, but I didn't like how it was always just one flavor. Mm -hmm. I liked it better when you went to, you know, the Snack Shack at a Little League game and got the three-pack. Yep. <laughs> that, you know, would never open right, so one of those three envelopes would always immediately spill on the floor. <laughs> It's funny when you you said shack. It actually made me think of something. In my neighborhood, growing up, uh, way back deep into the neighborhood, if you walked all the way to the back of where all the development was and all the houses, there was a tiny little shack. And if you walked by it, you'd be like, "Man, that's creepy." So inside the shack was an old man, and the old man used to sell candy from inside the shack, right? So this shack was filled with every kind of candy you could think of. It was like a candy store inside. So you could picture like an old shed where you'd have like a lawnmower. Right. Right. And he's selling candy out of this old shack. So everybody would be like, hey, you want to go to the shack? And this old dude was like selling candy to kids. It was so weird. <laughs> That's pretty creepy. It is. But he used to have every candy you could think of. I don't know how he got them. I don't think you want to know. No, but it was good, man. If you wanted that one obscure piece of candy that you couldn't get anywhere, just go down yeah. to the shack. 
I can't find any Charleston shoes. Let's go to the shack. <laughs> Triumphant music. <laughs> uh, everyone's going to be like, how did you not say Leatherface for L? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I admit that probably more people would have picked Leatherface than Lickamade. Yeah. But, you know, you got to be you. Yeah, to each his own. <laughs> yeah. I mean, my next pick is pretty obscure. Okay, let's go for it. Yeah, M is for Michael Myers. Oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> really digging deep. Little Michael Myers. Yeah, Little Michael Myers, star of the little-known Halloween franchise. <laughs> Definitely one of the, the lesser slashers. I know not everyone's heard of him, but he wore a white mask and <laughs> he carried a Rambo knife. <laughs> oh, man, Michael Myers is the best. Yeah. He, he's that quiet cool. Yep. <laughs> and, you know, we had a chance to see him on the big screen this week, which was awesome. Amazing. Yeah, getting to see that, it's a classic. You know, I still stand by me saying that they should play that movie 24 hours on Halloween. Yeah, I remember you brought that up in an earlier podcast, and I still think it's a fantastic idea. Yeah, I really think it should happen, and it's not too preposterous. You know, it, it definitely seems within reach, like something yeah. that one of the cable stations would pull. Like you said, it could be Halloween's Christmas story. Exactly. What is your favorite of... Okay, I don't want to ask you what your favorite is, because you No, probably, it's not... I won't say not, three, not, aside not, from three. Yeah, you're not going to tell me the truth, so... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what, what is your favorite Halloween movie, yeah, aside from three? Okay. Um, hmm, wow. Wait, can I guess? You know, you can, because no, I don't I, think I you're going to get it right. You're going to say H2O. I am. <laughs> I am. Look, I can't. What could I say? Those yoga commercials really sold me on Jamie Lee. I, I, I think she. You know, it was like getting the yogurt era version of Jamie Lee. So I was all in on H two O. The yogurt version. That's true. no. I mean, I sometimes see a lot of flack directed at that movie, but I loved it. I thought it was perfect. Yeah. And had the series ended there, it would have been so such a nice wrap up. Finally, a sequel that lives up to the original. Halloween H2O. Rated R. Starts Wednesday and everywhere. N is for Nightmare. And I'm not talking about the scary dreams you have at night. I'm talking about the game Nightmare. Do you remember? Oh, yeah, I ne you know, I've never played it, but I absolutely remember the commercial. Yeah, it was a scary game. I used to play this with, with my friends. Like, sometimes we'd all be hanging out and we would have like sleepovers and then we would put this on and we would scare the bejesus out of each other. Who was that like blue guy? Well, there was, they had different characters. One was like the gatekeeper and yeah, then they, they had, yeah. Then they had the zombie and uh, there was a poltergeist and a werewolf and a witch. There was all different. Uh, and they had a vampire too, I think, but all different kinds. And then there was various different installments of the game too. Um, I do use a, a bit from the original Nightmare game in the Halloween special this year. Right. And it's like, not many people remember this game, but if you do, it's just like, oh, you used to play Nightmare too. You know, it's like a cult. Right. All of those VCR games were, and I think Nightmare is probably the one people recall the most. Yeah, yeah. And if anybody, like, never played it, I definitely suggest trying to get a copy of the game, you know, Get the game on eBay. It's, it actually goes for a lot of money. If you want, like, the original game, like, uh, all the pieces together, it would probably go for, like, anywhere from, like, $60 to $100 or what? more. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's absurd. Yeah. I just want the tape to use as, like, background noise. You are banished to the black hole. <laughs> <laughs> Nightmare, the game hosted by a video. To win, you must stop it. Roll the die. Oh, it's for October. Of course. The best month of the year. Yes. Nothing compares to it. I'm really going to miss being able to find shitty Freddy Krueger gloves at the street corner deli. <laughs> I know. It's like October is just the best of them all. Yeah, there's nothing like it. I mean, people like you and me, we basically just try to survive the rest of the year to get up to this part. Yeah, definitely. And what is crazy about it, like you said, when you go into a store and you see something sort of horror related or Halloween related, really, that stuff doesn't truly hit stores in a big way until like mid-October 
which is crazy because half the stores in September, you're still walking around. You're like, where's the Halloween stuff? Right, right. You know? Well, I mean, the, the big department stores do, but the little bric-a-brac stores, they're a little late on the trigger. Yeah, because they don't want to, like, probably, you know, overstep their... You know, they don't want to overplay their hand. And right. They, but, I mean, they, what it is is that they have to go down in, like, their basement and find the old box <laughs> and drag it out again because it's, they just dust off the same shit year after year. Yeah. Um, I've gone to a number of, like, card stores and delis this year, and it's amazing the shit you can find. It's so old. Yeah. Like, stuff from, like, the late 70s even. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And, you know, we get all the cool tie-ins that we've been waiting all year for. Right. Cereals and burgers. Yeah. <laughs> Donuts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> all things that apparently tint your shit. <laughs> God, there's really nothing like it. I mean, I love November and December, too, but I'm just going to miss everything that comes with October. Yeah, me too. It's going to suck. It is. Our next podcast is going to be so fucking depressing. <laughs> It should just be. Here's, should, welcome to the Purple Stuff Podcast Thanksgiving Edition. Wah, you, know, wah. you know what it should be like? I, I mentioned in the last episode about Psycho 4. It should be us calling into a therapy show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we have nothing else to talk about. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? We're going to commit murder. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be seeing you on Channel 11. On New York's movie station. P is for Papa Shango. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Papa Shango! Everyone thought I was going to say Purple Stuff Podcast, but no, Papa Shango, the voodoo wrestler who was played by the guy otherwise known as the Godfather uh -huh. and Kama. Kama, the supreme fighting machine. Yeah, so he used to come out as like this voodoo guy with like this crazy get up and the smoke was billowing out of the the uh the thing he was scepter, right yeah right. Mm -hmm. and he kind of ruined wrestlemania 8 because he was supposed to do a run-in uh in the main event <laughs> but he was late on his mark yeah i mean i've heard conflicting stories on that but if you watch the show it definitely seems like papa shango was dragging his feet back there <laughs> yeah and it took it's him like, 45 minutes yeah. to get to the ring he's like he's like playing <laughs> to the crowd i'm like dude you're doing a run-in in the main event of wrestlemania like you know don't slap five you're the heel <laughs> i will say though i liked papa shango like a lot more than i did the boogeyman his gimmick went over like a lead balloon. Well, he is the only wrestler in history who got over by making other wrestlers vomit. Yeah, the black crud. Yeah, no, I mean, Ultimate Warrior literally did like the exorcist vomit. Yeah, yeah. It was insane. It was crazy. I loved all those storylines, but he just wasn't getting over. Well, yeah, I mean, they didn't like push him to the moon, so I'm not sure. I, I can't even remember him winning one match. Nah, that he wasn't like against the scrub, you know? Yeah, he really became a jobber eventually, like showing up on WWF superstars and just fighting like normal schmoes. Yeah, and his outfit was just such a like ridiculous mash of like creepy elements. He's like wearing a magician's hat and he's got like basically like, cloves of garlic around his neck. <laughs> yeah, and, and his the scary like skeleton face. Right, and he's carrying a stick or a wand that looks like that thing one of the Ewoks carried in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> it's like, what are you supposed to be? Like a crow? What? A sh he's a shaman. I guess so. I don't know. I don't know. But Papa Shango. Awesome choice. Thanks. You have entered the dark World of Papa Shango, you have stepped into my black circle. Oh, God. Yeah, so Q is a real freaking bitch. <laughs> I only could come up with one thing. Literally only one thing. Okay. Q is for Q, a.k.a. the winged serpent. Oh, that's what I was going to bring up last week. <laughs> yeah, you know, I've never seen it, and I know nothing about it, but you mentioned it to me last week, and I was like, God, I really need a Q. Q, the winged serpent, is yeah. this awesome, cheesy, like, it's not really necessarily horror. It's almost like a sort of Godzilla-type movie where he's literally like a flying sort of lizard guy. And I looked him up, and he looks sort of like an eagle mixed with a xenomorph. Yeah, and he's flying around New York City like tearing shit up and killing people it's awesome yeah i mean that was it for q what the fuck else is there 
No, there's nothing. There's nothing else. When I looked at your list, I'm like, oh man, he's got all the easy letters. I'm like, no, he doesn't. He's got. What are you two. kidding? You I'm have like- all the best letters. <laughs> if this was Wheel of Fortune, you'd fucking wreck me. <laughs> Q, Q, Q. <laughs> I have all the vowels and Q. <laughs> Today in New York City, the Winged Serpent rules. The legend has come alive. R is for robots. Now, you would probably think, okay, you know, there's Rosie the robot. But no, robots can be fucking <laughs> scary, man. Rosie the robot. Yeah. <laughs> robots can be scary, as seen in movies like Chopping Mall and Deadly Friend. Yep. You know? So, I mean, in Chopping Mall, killer security robots are rampaging through a mall and killing teenage store employees. Love that movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. And like Deadly Friend came out the same year. And it was basically like Christy Swanson gets implanted with this chip and she becomes this killer robot. It's freaking awesome. Wow. I've never seen that one. Yeah. I did my header on my website this year for Halloween just based off Deadly Friend because I love that movie. It's so cheesy, but it's awesome. Yeah. And there are tons more. I mean, even if you go like even a little bit outside of horror, wouldn't you consider T-1000 sort of robot? Yeah, you could, like, I mean, robots are, like, they're always murdering people and destroying things. And, like, even when they're not, they're still fucking creepy. You ever see that that Kaufman movie? What is it, Heartbeats? Oh, I have it on DVD. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. You watch that for ten minutes and, like, you want to hide under a blanket for a day. <laughs> like, I feel like that's the movie that they should make people watch in A Clockwork Orange. Yeah. Like, to just force them into different behavior because I was never the same after that movie. <laughs> yeah, it's scarring. <laughs> oh, man. All right. On S, I'm going to take one for the team. Okay. S is for Sammy Kerr. Yes! <laughs> Rock's chosen warrior. Goddamn motherfucking Sammy Kerr, unspoken mascot of the Purple Stuff podcast. <laughs> I didn't know it's gotten that far. <laughs> uh, well, it's between it's it's either him or Brutus Beefcake. Yeah, well, which I is mean, a really sad state of affairs. Well, they'd for make us. A, they'd make a great tag team. But with that said, do you think I could actually coerce you in finally watching that movie? Well, I've got like I guess like two hours to get that done before Halloween's over. It's going to be Trick or Treat and Poltergeist, double feature, until the end of the night. All right. All right. I'm going to do it. Do it. I'm in. All right. Trick or Treat, rated R, starts Friday, October 24th at theaters everywhere. T is for Trunk or Treat. Now, Matt, this means the unfortunate state of trick or treating in the United States. Mm-hmm. We have really come to an abysmal situation here where parents are so scared to let their kids go trick-or-treating that they have to let them free in a parking lot and have people give them candy out of their trunks. Not, yeah. not, their, not their bathing trunks. I mean the trunks of their car. Right, right, right. Like it's basically like candy shopping at different cars. It's like going to a car show, only all the cars are ugly, but they do have candy inside them. Yeah, and you have to go up to the person, and they are standing there by their trunk, and you say, trunk or treat. Where has the fun gone in trick-or-treating? Look, I am not as opposed to this as you are and as a lot of people are, because if I'm being honest, if I had kids, I'd be a little wary of sending them out into the neighborhood. Oh, definitely. You know, not because I thought they were going to get, like, a razor apple or something, or, like, kidnapped or whatever. Just because, like, I wouldn't want, like, a four-year-old running around the streets getting run over. (laughs) But things have really changed. I mean, I think most of the fun in trick-or-treating was the fear that you didn't know what the hell was going to happen when you walked up to the door. (laughs) No, no, I absolutely agree with you. I mean, when I think back, I'm almost surprised that I was allowed to go running around the neighborhood because I saw some shit, man. You would knock on those doors belonging to people that you'd never seen prior to knocking on those doors, and then you found out why. Like, just total fucking absolute maniacs exactly yeah you had no idea you were just going by the looks of the house yeah like this house looks old and creepy i bet they have snickers though (laughs) yeah i mean what's the difference in 1982 
uh, of the chance that there could be a murderer in that house or in 2016 or 15, you know, there could be a murderer in that house. It's the same thing. <laughs> right. I mean, I feel like a lot of it has to do with there's so much parent shaming. Yeah. Like no matter what a parent does, like they're always told they're doing the wrong thing. So on the off chance that your kid is the one who ha gets into some trouble, you don't want to be the parent who looked like they were negligent. Yeah. So fuck it. Let's bring him to a church and let him loose in the parking lot. Exactly. Honk, honk. <laughs> what fun. Kids, you'll remember this for the rest of your life. <laughs> These are the times. Now, oh, man, nobody ever had it this good. What an hey, adventure. Matt, hey, look, Matt, there's a Civic over there. Matt, remember we went to the the uh, Woodbridge Center parking lot and we went trick-or-treating? Oh, my God. That Ford Pinto had fucking Smarties up the ass. <laughs> oh, man, that Escalade. That was the shit. Oh, God, that Escalade. Man, <laughs> pricey car, pricey candy, man. <laughs> Trunk or treat, what? Trunk or treat, what? If you come on Halloween, there'll be no trunk shut. Trunk or treat, what? Trunk or treat, what? If you come on Halloween... How about you, Matt? How about me? I'm good. <laughs> yeah, how about you? <laughs> how about you? Uh, you is for the Universal Monsters. Yes. Uh, including you know, Dracula, Frankenstein, Brian Frankenstein, the Mummy, Wolfman, all Gil the Man. others. Gilman. Yep. yep. Whoever else is counted with one of them. Awesome. Um, yeah, I don't have much to say about them, but it just seemed like a criminal waste of a U not to go with the Universal Monsters. I think that's a fantastic choice. And I feel like they need to get back into the pop culture a little bit more because, you know, they come and go. You know, they, 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 res they have the resurgence sometimes. And, I mean, personally, I'd rather see the classic versions of them always come back. Right. Like they, they sort of did that in the 80s here and there and even in the 90s. But what happened more recently is like they made the remake of The Wolfman. And I think they thought, oh, this is going to be the start of the new Universal Monsters. You know, they were talking about doing a whole bunch of new movies. But people don't want to see that. They want to see the old guys, you know. Well, I mean, the, the problem now is that everyone can sort of ape them. Mm -hmm. So they've lost their sense of uniquity. Mm. You know, it's it's pretty hard to sell Dracula if Dracula's in every fucking movie anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's true. But, but I mean, doing those classic, you know, the classic looks, I think that's what people want. Yeah, I mean, we need to get back to the 90s when they used to be on postage stamps and shit. Yes, yes. And Burger King toys. And Burger King toys, of course. Visit your local retailer and ask for the Universal Studios Monsters Classic Collection. Classic monster titles that are sure to make you scream. So V is for Vampire. And that ties into the Universal Monsters. But for me, you know, vampires were always a big thing for me because I was always a, a fan. And I always liked dressing up as one for Halloween, whether it be Dracula or um, the Lost Boys. You know, it was always one of my favorite things. I'm not into the Twilight type vampires. You know, you laugh, but I'm surprised because you're into like I'm into very you're into so much stuff like it. I know, I know. People always like, really, you never saw that? I'm like, I just, I, I've never seen it, but I, it's just something I'm very adverse to right. because I need vampires to be scary, uh, yeah. like real scary. You know, you don't want heartthrob vampires. You Exa want, yeah, I don't want my vampires to have crazy abs. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> 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 but anyway, one of my favorite vampires of all time is Count Von Count from Sesame Street. Oh, excellent choice. He's always got the ladies all over him, and he's great with numbers, something that I am not. Yeah, as established earlier. <laughs> he was sort of like everyone's uh, vampire gateway drug. Yeah, true. That And actually, the scene where they used to shoot to the castle... On Sesame Street, that used to scare the crap out of me when I was a kid. Yeah, I mean, I think the people behind Sesame Street, as good of a job as they do, sometimes forget that, like, parents would just plop down two-year-olds in front of the television. So you really <laughs> got to dial it down. Because <laughs> even, like, a loud noise is enough to send us into a panic. <laughs> yes. Oh, greetings. It is I, the Count. And it's time to answer that fascinating question. What is the Sesame Street number of the day? Uh, uh. For W, I was originally going to give it to the worst witch. But mm. in light of recent events, it seemed only right to make W stand for Wes Craven. 
Oh, yes. Yeah, Tribute to Wes. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he died pretty young, but nobody can deny the fact that he accomplished more in his years than 95% of us ever will. Yeah, he's he's a legend, and we even talked about him already. Deadly Friend, you know? And yep. That movie didn't wind up the way he wanted it to, but Nightmare on Elm Street we talked about. Yeah, I mean, just with the, the thing about him that just gets me so much is that in the 80s he sort of defined what horror mainstream horror was mm -hmm. and then he did it again in the 90s and it's like nobody's ever going to be able to say that again you know in two, I, diff in two different decades to basically dictate the entire mm -hmm. style of an entire genre yeah and i really like how he sort of bridged the gap too because like what you're saying with with nightmare on elm street and then with scream but what was great is that in between you had new nightmare which was literally scream and nightmare on elm street mixed together Right. <laughs> no, I mean, it took me a second to, to follow your train of thought, but now that I'm sitting here thinking about it, yes, you're absolutely right. Yeah. That movie is like the absolute bridge between the two styles. Yeah. But yes, Wes Craven. R.I.P., brother. Yep. Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Soundtrack album available at stores everywhere. Or order direct by calling toll-free 1-800-221-8180. X is for Jason X, which X stands for 10. <laughs> That's not an X. That's no, a J. It, yeah, it's an X. But I mean, I, you gotta, you have to let me cheat a little bit because X is fucking hard to pick. I came up with a goddamn Q. <laughs> the only well, reason I'm going to let this slide is because I like the movie. Yeah, there's a giant X on the DVD box. So. All right, yeah. <laughs> it was either that or... The Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors X. It would have been the same problem. <laughs> well, this was the toughest one. Okay. But I'm and with that, you. I love this movie. Yeah. Jason X. Yeah, Jason in space. Yep. And he, I mean, the movie, it's not, I mean, okay. It's cheesy, but it, it's not without its merits. See, I don't even think it is cheesy because I think it's more of a spoof. And that's in line of, with what was coming out in the early 2000s. Right. It didn't take itself too seriously. It was a comedy as much as a horror movie right and if you look at it that way you appreciate it even more yeah don't get me wrong it is it's fun to watch it's definitely fun to watch listen it, i had the benefit of watching that movie in the theaters on uh screening night when they had mm -hmm. let in this like crowd of people who won tickets from a radio contest uh-huh and the amount of hooting and hollering that went on that night i'm like <laughs> i finally like got I like understood this franchise so much more after seeing it with a debut audience. Oh, I could imagine. Like the amount of participation was Rocky Horror level. Oh wow! Yeah, it was just crazy. So much fun. And you know who did the score to that one, right? Uh, Danny Elfman. Our friend Harry Manfredini. <laughs> yeah, I know that. <laughs> uh, Manfredini's number one. Yes, he is. I don't remember the score from Jason X, but I, I'm I'm assured that it's very good <laughs> yeah i don't remember it either yeah. but great job harry uh-oh jason x radar i don't think he's out there why don't you just stick your head out and have a peek why is for why did we decide to do the halloween abcs <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> why is for your next Oh, okay. And that's now, one. That, that divides the crowd. It does that's, divide the crowd. Like well, it, it divides, it divides like, the hosts, actually, because I know you don't like the movie. Right, right. I'm on the other side of the fence. I love that movie. I mean, I don't want to spoil too much, but it's basically this brutal home invasion film that somehow turns itself into a black comedy. Mm -hmm. I just loved it. Like, like I said, when we were talking about It Follows, it's rare for a horror movie to grab me so totally right from the start. Mm -hmm. From the second I finished watching that the first time, I was like, this is one of my movies, man. I'm never going to stop defending it. I wanted to love that movie so much, and I went into it like, oh, this is going to be great. The reason why I don't like it is because I didn't like any of the characters, meaning like I didn't, I wasn't on any of their sides at all. Like I, I actually, I thought they were all terrible characters. See, that's what I don't get because... You only had to be on one character's side in the end. And right. I thought, I forget her name, but yeah. the main girl, I thought she was so awesome in this. Like, I thought she was, like, just awesome. Yeah. Like, I actually am ashamed that I don't remember her name because she definitely deserves the kudos. Well, and Barbara Crampton was in it, too. And her, yeah. How could you, yeah. how could you 
kibosh a movie with Barbara Crampton. I, I, I'm I'm down. I got the cramps. I yeah. love her. I liked Barbara Crampton. <laughs> yeah, and it wasn't even a cameo. Like she got. Well, I'm not gonna say that what was like her comeback. Her. Yeah, it was yeah, like a well, big comeback. It was, it was unfortunately a brief comeback in the movie. If you've seen it. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I don't want to spoil too much. But you know, if you want to see Barbara Crampton get her uh, just desserts, watch your next. <laughs> your next rated R in theaters August twenty third. All right, we're up to the final letter. Final one. Z is for Zombieland, and that is a two thousand nine zomcom. And I call it a zomcom because it's a zombie comedy. <laughs> you didn't come up with the term. People I just call. I you, you just coined it. You just coined zomcom. Yeah, I'm saying romcom is a thing, so I called it a zomcom. Yeah. Let me have my zomcom. Yeah, I think Sean Sean of the Dead might have uh, established that one a bit earlier, but okay. Oh, did they? I don't know. Whatever. But it's a good pick. It's a movie that stars Jesse Eisenberg and Emma Stone and Woody Harrelson, and it also has. Uh, Bill Murray as himself, which is really cool. And there's yep. a, a, a reference to Ghostbusters in it as well. So anyway, they're survivors of like this big zombie apocalypse. And it is really a fantastic film. And it's uh, original. The way it's shot is very inventive. Yeah, and it's weird because I remember uh, everyone was really up about that movie. And then I feel like no one really talks about it anymore. Yeah, it's like it almost just went off the radar. But Yeah, which is weird I because I think it's pretty beloved. It is really good. And when I saw that one in the theater, I was like, man, this is a 100% buy on Blu-ray. Got it right. as soon as it came out. Yeah, I love that film. You're not a zombie. You're talking. What are you... You're okay. The hell I am. God damn it, Bill fucking Murray! I had to get that out. I don't mean to gush. And that does it for our Halloween season, Matt. Can you believe it? We made it all the way from August. I can't believe it. You know, I think by, like, episode three... We were probably thinking, man, this is going to crap out. Yeah, let's just quit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how many times do we have, like, Twitter DM conversations that were like, dude, Fuck is, this. Is, is, is this fucking podcast really worth our friendship, man? Is this podcast really worth it? <laughs> this goddamn bullshit. Yeah. We're not on the same page, and this shit ain't working. We well, suffered. We suffered for our listeners. It really it was a good time, though. We've... We no, it, it really was. It was a great time. I really enjoyed this. Yeah, we made it through. Yeah, and you know, I, I'll i give you a compliment. You can take this however you like. I would never have done a podcast with anyone else. So, thank you. I really appreciate that, Matt. And, you know, I don't think I could do it if I wasn't sitting here having you make me laugh hysterically the whole time. Just so everyone out there knows... When I laugh, that's real laughter. I'm not making that shit up. Matt is the funniest guy. <laughs> Actually, in the world. I, I have a little button, little J button. <laughs> when, when I need to sell one of my jokes, I just hit it. <laughs> I really appreciate, and Matt appreciates you joining us for our entire Halloween celebration. And it is really, really cool to have everybody on board for the Purple Stuff podcast. Yeah, we hope you've uh, enjoyed your 2015 Halloween season. It was a good one in our opinion. Halloween Whoppers, uh, Fruit Brute Masks, yeah. uh, Halloween back on the big screen. Oh, there man. Was, there was a lot of good shit this year. Really, it was a really solid Halloween, and we all had a great time. Hope you did, too. So, hopefully, we'll be back soon. Well, I, I guess we're saying we'll be back next week. Oh, it's next week already? Oh, no, God. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of what, you know, when you say can you're going to continue the show. Can we postpone this? <laughs> Indefinitely? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that does it for our Halloween celebration, and we thank you for joining us. Happy Halloween, everyone. I am Jay from the Sexy Armpit. And I am Brutus the Barber Beefcake. <laughs> <laughs> No, for real. I'm Matt from Dinosaur Dracula. <laughs> we'll see you next time, everyone. Uh. Thank you for listening to the Purple Purple Stuff Podcast. We hope you will join us again sometime.
Oh, you know what I forgot to mention? We have to somehow put this into my robot section. Because I'm talking about robots. Holy shit. You and did. I forgot to mention our own fucking robots. All right, yeah. Let's, let's, let's turn this little section here into our coda. Yeah. Yeah, because you should have brought that robot. Our, our third chair. I hope he doesn't try to murder us. Ugh, he might. What kind of shit would that be is our own robot kills us on Halloween? You would both have it coming, and I am well within my rights to remove your internal organs with my mighty metal claws. Ha 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 ha.